Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses seven major risk management categories, including vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the time period of June 3rd through June 9th, 2013. Vulnerability activity for the period remained at elevated levels. Highlights for the period include a new vulnerability in Parallels Plesk, large updates for Apple OS X and Safari, the ICS bind denial of service vulnerability, and multiple vulnerabilities in Sophos Antivirus. A new zero-day vulnerability was identified in Parallels Plesk that's being ac actively exploited in the wild to compromise the systems and infect them with botnet malicious code. This vulnerability does not affect the latest major version of the software, but older versions of the Parallels Plesk software. A vulnerability in the ISC bind server could allow an unauthenticated remote attacker to cause a denial of service condition. An unauthenticated remote attacker could exploit the vulnerability by transmitting a re resolution query for a malformed zone. This could cause the server to stop responding to legitimate DNS clients' users. Apple released large updates for Apple OS X and Safari. The OS X update corrects 31 vulnerabilities, and the Safari browser update corrects 26 vulnerabilities, including several older vulnerabilities in products uh, such as Ruby on Rails that have exploits. Other activity included a new release for Google Chrome Stable, a vulnerability in IBM QRadar, and a Microsoft Internet Explorer use-after-free vulnerability with proof-of-concept exploit code available. SCADA activity included updates for multiple vulnerabilities in Schneider Electric, uh, but the released updates do not address the vulnerabilities on all versions. Cisco Applied its Security Intelligence released a new Cisco Applied Mitigation Bulletin, identifying and mitigating the Siemens Scalance privilege escalation vulnerabilities. In upcoming activity, Microsoft released the Security Bulletin Advance Notification for June 2013. The June release will include five security bulletins, including one rated critical by Microsoft. The bulletins will address vulnerabilities in Internet Explorer, Windows Operating Systems, and Microsoft Office. IntelliShield published 152 events last week, 65 new events, and 87 updated events. These alerts are available via the IntelliShield Alert Manager service. Visit www.cisco.com slash go slash IntelliShield for more information. Moving on to the Attacks and Compromises Risk Management category. Several reports have recently been released with in-depth analysis of espionage campaigns, uh, distributed denial of service attack, malicious code, and botnets. Kaspersky Labs released a report on the NetTraveler espionage campaign with possible ties to earlier espionage campaigns. Arbor Cert and Prolexic released analysis of the DDoS Trojan Black Revolution and DNS reflection attacks. Deep Research released a post on the continuing attacks on Joomla and WordPress by the RFI botnet. These in-depth reports and analysis provide security teams with the understanding and technical details needed to handle the current state of attacks. Organizations should review them and consider their security postures and handling procedures for these attacks. The understanding of the current state of attacks can assist teams in accurately identifying malicious activity and how to effectively respond. Next, in the legal risk management category, 
Microsoft and law enforcement agencies from across the U.S., Europe, and Asia announced the shutdown of the Citadel cybercrime operation in Botnet. The Citadel botnet is used to capture financial information and specifically targets information from several large financial institutions, including credit card companies, online payment companies, banks, and auction sites. The Citadel operation included as many as 1,400 botnets and is credited with uh, being responsible for $500 U.S. million in stolen funds. This takedown highlights the increasing cooperation and capabilities in addressing these complex and international cybercrime operations. Previously, these criminals could operate with little risk from law enforcement or disruptions to their botnets, but particularly over the last couple years, the law enforcement community and the private sector have successfully interrupted several of these criminal operations. The next step is to further improve cooperation and prosecution of the individuals to further raise the cost of conducting these criminal operations. And this week in the trust risk management category, a whistleblower released information to The Guardian about the U.S. National Security Agency collection of internet and phone traffic from multiple large internet companies. The initial reports have now been followed with statements from the Obama administration, uh, the Director of National Intelligence, the NSA Director, several U.S. representatives, and some of the companies involved. While the U.S. administration has launched an investigation into the leaked information, the whistleblower has now identified himself as a 29-year-old consultant working for the NSA and has fled the country. The official government statements on the NSA PRISM program now confirm collecting the traffic and that it was done legally under the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, with oversight from the courts and U.S. House committees. It should be no surprise that the NSA is collecting and monitoring Internet and phone data, or that these large Internet companies are required by U.S. law to provide the data under legal requests. This is what the NSA does, and has always done, in its national security and intelligence missions. The finer points of interest in this disclosure are the legal questions of collecting this data under FISA, uh, the possible monitoring of U.S. citizens' data, and there being another serious leak of classified information from the U.S. government. As this investigation continues and more details are released, FISA will be reviewed and possibly modified by the U.S. House of Representatives, also impacting the Internet companies and their legal obligations. And the debate will continue over the balancing of privacy versus security, with the latest disclosure possibly tipping the scale back toward the protection of privacy. And finally this week, in the geopolitical risk management category. Amid protests over redevelopment plans for a park in central Istanbul last week, 25 people were arrested for using social media to inflame anti-government sentiment and incite violence, according to a variety of reports. The Turkish police, who have been widely criticized for their heavy-handed response to the protests, made the arrest after the Turkish prime minister called Twitter a menace to society and added, quote, the best examples of lies can be found there. Later, a Reuters photo of a woman in a red dress being pepper-sprayed by a police officer went viral and became the latest meme uh, symbolizing the harsh reaction of Turkish police to the popular protests. Moreover, Anonymous, and oddly enough, the Syrian Electronic Army, entered the fray by hacking Turkish government websites with the hashtag PoundOpTurkey. Although Turkey is a democratic country, and the Prime Minister has been popularly elected three times, 
communications media are strictly controlled when it comes to criticism of government institutions. Freedom House terms Turkey a partly free country, uh, pointing to challenges with freedom of the press. This is now clearly extending to social media, as reports surfaced during the protests that both Facebook and Twitter were inaccessible temporarily uh, from within Istanbul and other parts of Turkey. Many users reportedly turned to free VPN services like Hotspot Shield to allow them to send their messages outside Turkish borders. In the inevitable comparisons of Turkey to other countries in the region that underwent political upheaval during the so-called Arab Spring, uh, Turkey was a surprise to many observers because of the strength of its economy and its comparatively tolerant social system. However, compared to countries like Egypt and Tunisia, internet penetration in Turkey is far deeper. Turkey has the third most engaged online audience in Europe, according to Comscore Inc. Moreover, two years have passed since the initial outbreak of protests in Tunisia in early 2011, and two years is a long time in the world of the internet. Ultimately, most Turkey observers expect the Prime Minister to survive the protests, but political leaders around the world are undoubtedly taking note of the rapid spread of popular protest information via social media, uh, the power of visual imagery, and the apparent futility of trying to turn off the spigots. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com slash go slash SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening and stay safe.